Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Tonight, I'm going to go and continue looking at a, 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 a man that, that wanted to be blessed indeed through a powerful prayer. Amen. Throughout this series, if you didn't know, we were in a series in Wednesday nights entitled, Bless Me Indeed. This has been a series, amen, that I've been ministering throughout the course of this month, amen. And tonight, I want to minister a message entitled, Stay Out of the Lion's Den. Stay out of the lion's den. So I want you to turn to our text that we've been using, or I've been using, amen, on First Corinthians, uh, First Chronicles, chapter four, verses nine and ten, and it's right there on the screen, amen. You can pull out your app, but it says this, and I want you to read this with me, okay? Say now, now Jabez, now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And his mother called him Jabez, saying, because I bored him in pain. Next verse. And Jabez, and Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, oh, I said, oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand will be with me and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. Amen. See, through this prayer, we found out that Jabez wanted to be blessed. Not only blessed, but blessed what? Indeed. Amen. He wanted to be blessed indeed. He wanted to be enlarged. He wanted his territory enlarged. Amen. And he prayed that God's hand would be upon him. How many remember the triple D's? Nope. Triple D's, come on, last time we ministered. Huh? Desire is one of them. Devoted. And one more. Depend. Dependence. Come on, depend, desire, devoted. Say that, depend. Desire. Devoted. Come on, the triple D's. Come on, remember triple D, Amen. When you want God's hand upon you, amen, because I depend on him, amen. I, I desire him, and I am devoted to him. Uh, these are things that have to be a part of our character. Uh, this is what he prayed about. This should be our prayer, amen, that we, uh, as a people of God, God, I need your hand upon me, because when your hand's upon me, I depend on it. Uh, I desire it, and I am devoted to him. Now, it says that Jabez's mom bored him in pain. 
This, his name means uh, one who causes pain. Uh, but God blessed this man and gave him honor. Meaning that my God, your God can turn any situation around, any circumstance that hits your life, and he can bless you. How many have been blessed by God? Come on, has he turned anything around in your life? Come on, he has turned situations. If he can turn you from an alcoholic to a man of God, a woman of God, if he can take you off drugs, if he can do things in your life that were messed up and turn around, he can bless you. See, you may have come in as a pain. Come on, you may have come, walked in to this church as a pain, amen, uh, or a troublemaker, amen. Uh, come on, you may have been considered a, a mess up, uh, the black sheep of the family, amen. Uh, but my God can turn around things inside of you and bring you honor. Come on. God can turn your mess into a message. Come on, that's your testimony. Come on, how many have a testimony in this place? Come on, that God turned a mess in your life, amen, and made it a message that you can testify what God has done in your life. See, at this time in his prayer, amen, he prayed here at the end, keep me from evil. He asked God, keep me from evil that I may not cause any more pain. And even though that he had received honor, church, blessings, that God's hand was upon his life. He knew, listen, he knew better than to jump into the ring with a lion. See, what I'm trying to say today, church, that some of us here can think just because I, I go to church, just because I'm saved, you think that you can do and go where you want. That you can go still hang out with the old crowd and be okay. But all you're doing is jumping into a lion's den. Come on. So Jabez here pray that, oh, that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. See, evil means this, to bring on bad, sinful, wicked. Amen. Now, Jabez wasn't asking God to keep him from evil when he fell short. Come on, he wasn't asking to take advantage of, of God's grace through his relationship with him. You see, along with the blessings of God, we need to pray for his protective hand to be upon us and to keep us from evil. Why? Because when we pray with boldness, just like Jabez did, amen, then we threaten Satan when we pray, keep us from evil. And let me tell you, the devil will do all that he can do to us, to you. Somebody say me. Come on. He'll do whatever he needs to do to let you cause, cause you to come into second place. And I'm here to let you know, church, uh, in what we're living today, uh, in today, Father, right now in our nation, in our history, we cannot afford to come in second. We must come in first. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 24 says this. Do you not know that in a race, all runners run, but only one gets the prize? And it goes on to say, run in such a way as to get the prize. 
That means that when we try to make it in our Christian walk, we, we can't just try to make it. We can't just say, you know what, I, I, I'm just going to try to make it. I, I'm just going to try to go to church. I'm just going to, no, no, we got to understand we must strive for excellence. Come on, we cannot be uh, just wishy-washy, man. We cannot just be, uh, you know, I don't want to serve God today. I want to start. I don't want to serve God tomorrow, man. We cannot be in and out, man. We got to make a decision in our minds that I'm not going to try to make it. I'm going to strive with excellence, man. I'm going to be the best that I can be, man. See, excellence means greatness or perfection. See, the Message Bible says everyone runs. One wins. Run to win. Tell your neighbor, run to win. Now, let me ask you a question right now. Are you running to win right now? Or are you just saying, no, I'm just making it, Pastor. You know, it's hard. You know, you know I can't make it there on Wednesday nights because you know I'm tired. Or you know what, I got things to do. There should be no excuse for not being in the house of God. There is no excuse, amen. Come on, you have to make time for God, amen. That means that you got to change your other schedule that keeps you from being in the house of God, amen. Like I said earlier, it is not time to scatter. It's time to gather, amen. And sometimes the devil will dis uh, bring distractions to keep you out. They can even be legit distractions. But nothing is legit if it keeps you out of the house of God. No, nobody's, nobody's, nobody's liking this today. Amen. Tell your neighbor, you need to be here. And you need to tell those that are not here, you need to be here. See, how are you going to run to win when you're not even running? How are you going to run to win if you're not even running? Come on. Running is striving. Running is coming. We all have problems, church. But uh, you know what? Nothing's going to stop me from coming to the house of God. I, I'm striving to be better. I, I'm striving to make it. I, I'm striving to overcome. I, I'm striving to break through. I, I'm striving to break over my struggles. I, I'm striving. Let me tell you, you cannot strive at home. Oh, I wish somebody was on Facebook today. <laughs> yes. You got to run, church. That means you're going to push yourself. You got to push yourself to want more. You got to push yourself to greatness. You're going to have to climb that mountain, amen, and get to the place where God wants to take you, amen. Stop living in the valley. Money, many of us, you know what? Yeah, we go through a valley, but some of you guys are just living there. You have decided to stay in your mess. You decided that this is how your Christian walk is going to be. Amen. I'm just going to be a person that struggles. I'm going to be a person that gets up, falls down, gets up, falls down. Be a person that starts climbing the mountain and get out of your mess. Run like one that wants to win. You see, when we're being blessed, listen, when we're being blessed and everything is going well, we can seem to think that we don't need to depend on God so much. Come on, somebody. 
We can tend to think, you know what, I'm blessed. God's moving in my life. I'm good with God. I don't have to pray today. I don't need to read today. Amen. My God will protect me even when I'm not living too safe. I've been saved and sober for six months. I, I can go to my cousin's party uh, who's not saved. Uh, there's going to be a lot of drinking going on there. Music and friends, amen, old friends. But I'm strong enough. No, no, no. You're, you're going into a lion's den. Tell your neighbor, stay out of the lion's den. Come on, you're not too strong, amen. I, I, I've been saved, amen, 19 years old, 19 years, amen, 19 years old, amen. 19 years, oh no, 25 years, hallelujah. 25 years, we've been 19 years here. 25 years saved, and I won't go to a party. I won't go to a family's party. I won't go where there's drinking. Am I strong? Yeah, but I, I won't go there. That's a lion's den. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to allow anything to come into my mind, church. you got to stay out of the lion's den. I'm not talking about Daniel in the lion's den. Daniel was thrown into the lion's den, and God protected him. I'm talking about going into a den that where you don't belong. I'm talking about a den that you start to walk into, and you expect God to protect you. Come on. It's like say, I'm going to go to the strip joint. Just to hang out with some friends, amen, and God's going to protect my eyes. No, you're, you're, you're going into a lion's den. Come on, especially in the season that we're all in, church. Come on, it's not just you. It's not just a few folks. It's a, it's the whole world is in this pandemic that we're in, church. And we're in a season that we need to be a people that pray and say, God, keep me from evil. If not, the enemy will mess with your mind. That's why people are not in church. That's why people have left church. That's why people are missing in action. They weren't prayed up. They weren't read up. So the enemy, the enemy took them out. There's people missing church that are not coming back. There's a folks that you're seeing right now that you're not seeing that you won't see. Now, hopefully they'll... they'll <laughs> Did I say that right? <laughs> There's folks that you're not seeing right now that you probably won't see again. There's folks that, let me remember some people in our church. Can you see their faces right now? Some of them are not coming back. I, 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 I'm not saying that. I hope they don't, but the fact is some of them are not coming back. And we need to really pray for ourselves that are here. You're not excluded from being taken out if we're, if we're not praying the way we need to pray, church. Listen, church, you do wrong, you go to places that you're not supposed to go, expect, listen, to pay the price. Expect to come in second. Now, Jabez was praying, oh, when he prayed this from keep me from evil, he was praying for three specific things, I believe. Amen. I'm going to give you three things that will help us stay out of the lion's den. Amen. Three things. You ready? Number one, keep me at a safe distance. 
See, the blessings of God are not intended to make us think that we are invincible. We are to be seeking God in those blessings. When I got saved and I was backslidden, you guys know, for 10 years, I had to live at a safe distance from my old friends. Come on, I had to, I had to stay away from the lion's den. Come on, God was blessing my life. God was putting my life all back together. And I had to keep seeking God to help me. God, I need your hand on me, God. Help me to stay out of the lion's den. Some of you guys, and I think, who do you speak to? Somebody here. Oh, was her. Right? Didn't the, didn't the speaker, the preacher man tell you, you need to cut some friends away? See, he was telling you, you need to stay out of the lion's den. Your old friends will take you down. I, I, you know, they, they, you may love them, you may, but you cannot hang out with them. They will take you out. This is what the Lord is saying that we need to cut off. That's what I did when I got saved. I had to cut my, those friends out. They called me names. They called me this. But you know what? I'm going to have to answer to God. I'm going to have to stand in front of God face to face and when it comes uh, to my turn, uh, when I come to him, amen, and I have to give an account of my life, church, uh, we have to understand there are things that we need to do to stay out of the lion's den. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, 17 says this, Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is clean, unclean, and I will receive you. Before that, it says this in verses 14 to 16. Do not become partners, listen, with those who reject God. How can you make a partnership out of right and wrong? That's not partnership. That's war. Is light best friends with dark? Does Jesus go strolling around with the devil? Do trust and mistrust hold hands? Do you think of setting up pagan idols in God's holy temple? But that is exactly what we are. Each of us, a temple whom God lives, and God himself puts it this way. I will live in them, move into them, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. So leave the corruption and the compromise. Leave it for good, says God. Do not link up with those who will pollute you. I want you all for myself. God is saying to separate. Don't think about going into the lion's den. Don't think about going there. Don't think about places that, that you shouldn't be going or things that you should be doing. God says you need to separate yourself. Says, God, I want you all for myself. See, excellence that means this. Do not be part of the world. You want to live excellent for the kingdom of God? Do not want to be part of the world or anything that associates yourself like the world. That means our conduct, our character, our talk, our actions, uh, what we do, how, how we say things has to be different from what the world looks like, church. When you don't do that, you're stepping into a lion's den. When you start to be the world or act like the world, you're stepping into the lion's den. We need to be separate. We need to separate ourselves if we want the blessings of God. How many want God's blessings? See, we want God's blessings, but we don't want to do what God tells us to do. We need to separate ourselves, church, by practicing staying out of the lion's den. 
You see, when it comes to praying for his divine protection, his answer may come in a simple command, don't do that. Don't go there. That's how God speaks, amen. You know, should I go? No, don't go to the party. Should I watch that movie? No, turn it off. You know, you know when God talks to you. Come on, there are movies and things that we're watching, and in your spirit, the Holy Spirit is saying, turn it off. Come on. Am I talking to anyone in this place? Come on, he's telling you to turn it off. Don't go there. Don't see that. Don't. He's telling these things, amen, and he comes. If you want his protection, he'll come and protect you, but he'll tell you, don't do it. Brooke Wilkerson quoted this. By far, our most important strategy for defeating the roaring lion is staying out of his den. 1 Thessalonians 5.22 says, Stay away from every kind of evil. One translation says it like this, To abstain from evil means to hold oneself off, refrain, or keep at a distance. We need to learn that God has given us the ability to say no to sin. You can say no to the drink. You can say no to drugs. You can say no to sleeping around. Come on, somebody. You, you can say no to those things that are bad. It's you that says yes. God has given you the power to say no. If the Holy Spirit, listen, is living inside of you, then you have the power to say no. Come on. He'll give you the power to say no and distance yourself from those things that can harm us, church. 1 Corinthians 15.33 says this, Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Come on. Who you hang out with is who you'll be. Come on, you got to hang out. If you, want, if you want more of God, hang out with God's people. Come to church, amen. Get away from the crowd. Separate yourself, amen. Listen, church, God is wanting us to learn more than just how to handle temptation, but how to stay away from it. In the Lord's Prayer, in Matthew chapter 6, 13, it says, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us, what? From the evil one. Bruce Wilkerson says this also. We make a huge spiritual leap forward when we begin to focus less on beating temptation and more on avoiding it. Stay out of the lion's den. So you got to keep at a safe distance. The second thing, keep me from evil, keep me dressed safe. All right? In other words, we need to, you got to dress your mind you got to dress your heart and your life with the right things, church. Listen, if our minds and heart's attention is not on the Lord himself, then we are living dangerously. Come on, if you're not dressing yourself with the word of God, if you're not dressing your mind, if your heart's not aligned to God's word, amen, we are living dangerously. God has given us and designed an outfit for us to wear. In 2 Corinthians 10, 4, it says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. <coughs> it says, Therefore, to pray to be kept from evil is to wear what God has given you to wear in this battle. Come on, if we want victory, 
in 2020, if we want victory in our walk with God, amen, then we need to be equipped with God, what God has given us. We need to wear what he tells us to wear. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11, it says, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. That means that we put on truth, amen, which is what? Your belt, amen. Uh, you put on righteousness, which is what? The breastplate. We put on peace, which is what? The gospel of what? Shoes, amen. Come on. You put on salvation with what? The helmet of salvation. You take up, come on, the shield, which is what? Faith, amen. And you take up the sword of the spirit, which is? The word of God. These are basic stuff, church. That we as Christians need to understand. You need to put this full armor on him. And you need to dress well in order to stay away out of the lion's den. Ephesians chapter 6, 13 says this. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you'll be able to stand your ground after you have done everything to stand. See, God gives us an armor, church, to put on, amen. But it's up to you and I, amen, to put this for our protection uh, when the day of evil comes, amen, uh, to help us stay out of the lion's den. See, the prayers to keep us from evil is not some magical force. You know, we pray this. It's not like a force field comes over us uh, and, and, and avails uh, itself to protect us from disobedience, amen. The prayer for protection that Jabez was requesting was the willingness to be submissive to God and to his word. When he prayed that, he says, God, I, I want to be submissive to you. God, I want to be submissive to your word. Amen. So we have to decorate ourselves. We have to decorate our minds. We need to dress right, church. We need to dress our hearts right. Amen. We need to live right. Come on, somebody. By telling God, keep me from evil. See, if we dress right and we dress our minds right, church, we'll stay out of the lion's den. Can somebody say amen? Last thing tonight, church. God, keep me in a safe departure. Keep me at a safe departure. Sometimes we find ourselves in unsafe places. Come on. Sometimes we find ourselves in a place that we shouldn't be here. Shouldn't be looking at that. I shouldn't be doing this. Or we find ourselves right in that lion's den. And it's in those times, church, the best thing to do is what? What do you think the best thing to do when you find yourself in an unsafe place? Get out. Take off. Depart. Come on. Run. For some cases, you got to run. Come on, you gotta you just gotta make a quick departure, amen. When, once you come into your mind, amen, the best thing is to quick departure. Come on, you gotta you gotta understand that when you're starting to feel these things, the Holy Spirit's telling you this is not where you should be. Uh, this you gotta make an exit. You gotta get out of here. Job chapter 28, 28 says this. And the man, the man said, Behold. The fear of the Lord is, that is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. Psalms 34, 14 says this, depart from evil and do good, seek peace, and pursue it. See, staying out of the lion's den means that we quit leaning on our own understanding. Quit leaning on your past bad experiences, uh, bad uh, past experiences that you may have. Quit leaning 
Listen, on some of you guys, your feelings. We need to depart uh, from, from our own wisdom, our own understanding, amen. We need to change the way we think. We need to get wisdom. Our wisdom, come on, church, gets us into trouble. Leaning on God's wisdom, church, keeps you and I safe. That's why Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 to 6 says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean on into your own understanding in all ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. We see right from the garden how Satan can shred any wisdom man might have. Come on, Satan did it with one conversation. One conversation took a person out. Look what it looks in, look what it says in Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 to 6. One day he asked the woman, did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Of course we may eat the fruit from the trees of the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit in the tree in the middle of the garden that we're not allowed to eat. God said we must not eat it or touch it. If we do, we'll die. So that's God's wisdom. Amen. How many know that there are some don'ts in the Word of God? Come on. Don't do this or this will happen. Come on. That, that, that is God's wisdom. Now, this is, it goes on to say, this is a serpent. It goes like this. The serpent replies back to her, you won't die. It's the world's wisdom. Okay? You won't die. Amen? Here, here he is saying, you know what? God's just stopping you from having a little fun. God's just, God, God, God's just God, stopping you from doing this and things that you like. You're not going to die. It's not going to affect your marriage. It's not going to affect you. So this is how he's talking to the, to the woman. I'm just paraphrasing a little bit here, guys. And he goes on to say, God knows that your eyes will be open as soon as you eat it. And you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. And the woman was convinced the Bible says the woman was convinced, amen. Now it's her own wisdom saying, yeah, you know what? I, I want to do what I want to do. And she saw that the tree was beautiful and his fruit looked delicious and she wanted the wisdom that it would give her. So she took the fruit and she ate it. And then she gave it to her dumb husband who also ate it. <laughs> So here it is, church. He tore down the wisdom with one conversation and confused her and convinced her. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 7 says, Do not be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. The Message Bible says it like this, Don't assume you know it all. Run from evil. So we need to depart from our past experiences. Amen. Now, see, Satan may hold many of God's people, listen, hostage because of poor judgments of their past or bad experience that they may have had in their past. Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 5 says, He who keeps his command will experience nothing harmful. A wise man's heart discerns both time and judgment. See, we need to depart from our own feelings. 
Because I'm here to let you know that your feelings will mislead you. It's because it feels right, church, doesn't make it right, church. When we go by gut feelings, instead of being led by the Spirit of God, amen, we end up making bad choices that puts us right back in the middle of the lion's den. You need to depart from feelings. It will mess you up, church. Proverbs 16, 17 says this, The path of the virtuous lead away from evil. Whoever follows the path is safe. The Amplified puts it like this, The highway of the upright turns away and departs from evil. He who guards his way protects his life or his soul. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 11 says this, But you, Timothy, you are a great man of God, so run away from these evil things, Pursue righteousness and a godly life along with faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. These are the things that we need to depart from, church. Those are things that we put ourselves or we find ourselves in unsafe places. And those are the times that you need to make a quick departure. When we're playing, God, keep me from evil. God, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do these things, Amen. You gotta, you gotta understand that God, I, I need to depart when it comes around me. I, I need to dress my mind right, Amen. I need to do the right things inside here, Lord. I need to put on what you told me to put on. Uh, how to dress? If I'm gonna stand in victory, then then we have to put on the armor that God has given us to put on, Amen. If we are gonna live, uh, and we gotta understand, you know what? I get, I gotta stay away. I gotta keep at a at a safe distance. I cannot just assume that, that I can go anywhere I want to go, even if there are bad places, that God's going to protect you. Because God will not go where there's evil, church. You're going to walk into a place, he's going to let you go. You know, you're going to walk into that party, he's not going to walk into the party with you. You're going to walk in by yourself, church. And so we got to stay away. we got to keep at a safe distance. we got to dress our minds right. And we need to make a quick departure when we find ourselves in the midst or in the middle of a lion's den church. See, Jabez prayed that his life will no longer cause pain and to help himself and to help others. See, life's pain are not always escapable. But when we ask for God's divine protection, it becomes durable. So we will not cause greater pain church we must pray lord say that with me lord keep me from evil keep me out of the lion's den church god just keep me out see at the end as he prayed this prayer the lord said it goes on to say that the lord granted what he requested how many know the lord hears your prayers and when you call out for help or you call him to keep you safe or keep you from evil, God in turn will do that for you. If you're having a hard time, struggle with friends and staying away from friends, ask God to help you. God, keep me from that. Keep me from those places that cause harm or cause me to cause harm to others. God, keep me from evil, God. I want to I wanna live for you. I want to walk in the blessings of God. I want all that God has for me. But we got to stay away from evil. Those places, those things will take away the blessings of God, church. And if we need to do right, we need to live right, we need to act right, we need to think right, we, we need to do things differently. 
Amen? Amen. Come on, let's all stand up today.